Hello, and welcome to the Chris McKeegan PT podcast. This week, however, we're going to have a little bit of a twist. Um, I'm not really going to add this into season two because it's a little bit left field, a little bit, it's a little bit fucking weird. Um, you'll see what I mean in a minute. But before I start, Rachel Linney last time was fucking brilliant. So thank you for being on the podcast. It's quite fun having a chat with an Irish Australian girl who talks more about wanking than lifting. It was quite fun. So there you go. Right. Brendan Loden, again. How the fuck are you, my northern chum? Volume two. Uh, so yeah. Is the last podcast the most popular one still with me? With you? Uh, hang on, let me have a look at the analytics, you vain bastard. If it is, this one's going to be the least popular. <laughs> oh, that, oh, 100%. No one's going to give a shit about this. Uh, I'm not even... Last time I plugged the shit out of it, I was telling everyone about it. I asked my clients for feedback prior so we could talk about stuff that was going to help them. This time, me and Chris are just going to talk about wrestling, and if that bores people, so fucking be it. <laughs> uh... So your one that we did last time is the most listened to one of season two. However, it's not the most listened one overall. Oh. You're te- well, st- right. Strictly speaking, you are in third place. However, you're actually in second place. Long story short, I did a podcast with a PT in season one, but we had a bit of a falling out, so I deleted it because I throw my toys up my pram sometimes. So. <laughs> Yeah, your one is the most played one on season two. And this, and this one's going to be the absolute least listened to. <laughs> well, um, this is the uh, the DVD menu. When you press menu, you can get bonus scenes. This is what this one's going to be. This is literally a bonus episode. Um, Flip side to a tip. Think of it any other way. Yeah, the, the shit B-side that no one listens to on a seven-inch record. That's showing my age. That really is. Right, so, basically... Both Brendan and I are both wrestling fans. I don't exactly shout about it, but I don't hide it either. Um, And we were chatting a little bit on our podcast about wrestling and why The Rock versus Hulk Hogan was the greatest match ever. And that gave us an idea. Why don't we talk about, you know, dream matches that we would want to see as fans? Um, So we've come up with three each, um, and then we will discuss you know, why we want to see this match, potentially book it, or how we would get them, you know, the match to start. Um, and we've also done some honorable mentions. I've done fucking loads of honorable mentions. I really struggled with them. This, oh, mate, I, I could literally go on and on and on and on with this, but. I struggled, I mean, I didn't want the on, the obvious ones in there. You know what I mean? Some, like, some, I of mine, really... some of mine are obvious to be fair, but. Um, right, do you want do you want to do your honourable mentions first, or shall I go first? You, you go first for your honourables. To be fair, I'll, I'll, I'll allow. It's your it's your hurt. You're the sure. You're the main man. So I'll let you run it. Okay. So I've got ten honourable mentions. So these are matches that I would like to see, but not as much as my top three. So number one, Keith Lee versus Andre the Giant. Oh, like that. Oh, indeed. Yeah. Um, I've been. I've been listening to um, Andre the Giant's biography on uh, Audible, and I just, yeah, I fucking love Andre the Giant. And again, I didn't want the obvious Andre the Giant versus the big show, so I thought, yeah, Keith Lee would be quite cool. 
we want to see that anyway. <laughs> I want to see that. Fucking love Keith Lee. The least ever. Hey? We'd, it'd be slow as fuck. Like, Keith Lee would speed the match up, but Big Show is never really, unless he's in any of your uh, top three. Nah. I can't remember the last good match the Big Show was in. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, him versus Floyd Mayweather. Probably the last good match I'd say he was in. But even that's a spectacle. Do you know what I mean? Like, he's a nice guy. I keep seeing him on my betting adverts on Instagram. I keep yeah. seeing him. <laughs> <laughs> he's just shit, though, isn't he? So that's number one. Number two, John Moxley versus Cactus Jack. Because you know they would fucking kill each other. Number three, just in terms of the promos and story alone, Hogan, Austin, Cena in a three way. Um, that's a big one. The Rock versus Shawn Michaels. And I'm not, I don't think that's ever happened, but I think that would be a great match. Um, Kurt versus Kurt Angle versus Bret Hart. The Ultimate Warrior versus Batista, just because I think the ropes wouldn't survive the entrances, let alone anything else. Um, the Fiend versus The Undertaker, I think would be fucking amazing. If done that, properly. That can happen though too. That it, should be next this, right, this is the thing, right? All three of my dream matches could still happen. You'll see what I mean when we come to them. Um, I'm, I think this match has actually happened, but... I just, sorry, I just looked at what you said there. None of mine can happen, I think. Uh, Daniel Bryan versus Kurt Angle. That's one of yours, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> That's two of the top three, yeah. We'll talk about that one a bit later, yeah. Uh, I forgot all that. I should have said... Ah. Uh, <laughs> Roman Reigns versus Goldberg. And annoyingly, that should have fucking happened, but it didn't. And my last honourable mention would be Kenny Omega versus CM Punk. Oh, we're going to New Japan then. Just oh, a yeah, little... I've got... Yeah, just a tad. Just a bit. We don't want to get too niche, do we? <laughs> no, I could have done like some fucking weird wrestler no one's ever heard of versus another weird wrestler no one's ever heard of, but it's not ideal, is it? You've, you've just made me think of one in there to go with your first match there. Oh, yeah. What about Keith Lee, mm. Andre the Giant, and throw Walter in there as well? Right, you'll see what I mean about Walter in a minute, but Walter's kind of in one of my dream matches. Kind of. But I yeah. wanted to put him, I think he's been classed this year, so I wanted to put him somewhere that I didn't know where to put him. I think Walter's fucking brilliant. I actually Walter versus Andre Giant would be just two behemoths slapping the shit out of each other. And I'd exactly. be looking for that. And I think Walter could pick Andre up. Well, I think anyone at this point, the more gear that all the wrestlers are, I think anyone could pick Andre up. Yeah, I think Talbot could pick Andre up. Yeah, I'm, fucking, I could probably pick Andre up. Right, <laughs> really hard. Not, not with my weight loss I've lost. I, I can't do it. <laughs> I'm the weakest PT hole. The best. <laughs> the weakest. <laughs> hey, but at least you're the nicest though. There we are. I think my favourite one of yours has got to be Taker vs. Is the Fiend. Yeah, um, I know we said the dimensions that we're just going to just talk about, like just get them out of the way. In, but I, I want you to expand on that one because I think that one intrigues, intrigues me a little bit. Oh, um, How would you make that one? I uh, right. So I always thought that Bray Wyatt versus Undertaker should have been 
the spooky man of this generation versus the spooky man of the previous generation. But WWE being WWE completely fucked up and Undertaker beat him and it's, yeah. So this is kind of their way of like redoing it almost. And I would, I would like, right, bear with me. So you've seen the John Cena Firefly Funhouse match, right? Loved it, yeah. Imagine a version of that of Undertaker in it. Just imagine how meta they could get with that. That would be See, incredible. I would rather it be more like the the, the Boneyard match the night before. Yeah, so, than... so have, have have both. So have elements of the Firefly Funhouse and elements of the Boneyard match. And just, I mean, ultimately the Fiend's got to win. He yeah, has to win. But they they could literally almost do like just pure B movie B movie horror, and it would be fucking awesome. They'd need to take the piss out of the Seth Rollins thing somehow. Yeah, oh, mate. But could you imagine have like it could almost be like Freddy versus Jason, like to have two horror icons just trying to kill each other. It would be fucking amazing. When I'm picturing this match, Undertaker's wearing the hat and the purple tie as well, by the way. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like, like early, late 90s, late yeah. 90s, early 90s, sorry. Like before before, before he went all corporate ministry and all that shit. We can get a digitalised Paul Bear in there somehow. Yeah, probably. In this day and age, not a problem. To dress up as him, that'll, that'll do the job. Yeah. But yeah, I just think that would be a fucking amazing match. Like, obviously, if Undertaker can... What was the other one? You are sorry? What were some of the other ones again? Sorry. Um, Moxley versus Cactus Jack. Because I think they would just love each other. Yeah. Uh, what type of You are? What, what stipulation are you putting on that one? Oh, it's got to be like a fucking hardcore street death match. It has to be something ridiculous and over the top. Not a normal 1v1. <laughs> no, 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 Hogan, Austin, Cena. The match itself wouldn't be that great, but I think the crowd would be nuts for it. I was going to say the same thing as Mary Familiar 18 there. Like the crowd can do. Oh, by the way, I rewatched that match after our last podcast and it is yeah, it's still up. <laughs> um, Who's doing that match though? It, I, I would want Steve Austin to win, but I think you've got to give it to Cena. I think you have to. Mm. Right, the thi- right thing is, the thing is, Hogan's a bit... so you don't have to, no one's losing any integrity here. So you could have whoever you wanted, apart from Hogan, obviously. But... No, we don't want Hogan to win. He... <laughs> don't get me wrong, as a kid, I was a Hogan fan, and I still, deep inside, love Hulk Hogan. But the fact that he's just such a political bitch and, like, mate, fuck off. There's a documentary about him on Netflix. <laughs> Um, yeah, so it was about the court, case, the court case with Gorka. I didn't know this. Is it on Netflix? It's not about that. Yeah, it's, it's not just that. There's different episodes on each thing. One episode's about that. Um, and it's literally live scenes from the court case. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> when he's got, to, he's got to look into the jury's eyes got to walk and go, by the way, Terry Belair does not have a nine-inch penis. That was referring to in that video. Uh, Hulk Hogan's got a nine-inch penis, the, the character. Terry Belay's penis is around five to six inches long. <laughs> he said that with a straight face to the courtroom. Oh, this happened as well. Like, like imagine. It's, yeah. yeah, the documentary's about how me- media can manipulate 
perceptions and like political politics now in America. Pizzagate got mentioned in one episode as well. It's all it's like a deep dive of shit. But yeah, one episode was about the Hulk Hogan Gork thing, and it's fucking hilarious. Right, your honourable mentions. Otherwise, we're just going to chat shit. Right, so my first one is really dark. Like it's pretty wrong to be honest. <laughs> I've added it. See, I didn't want to show you this one. Um, so my first one, because I can't stand Goldberg, is New Jack versus Goldberg. Oh fucking hell! <laughs> fucking hell! No, no. <laughs> right, for anybody who doesn't know, in a nutshell, New <laughs> is, I, can't, I don't know how to describe him, he's basically a borderline murderer. He has fucked people up legitimately with weapons. Before. For the record, I'm not saying Goldberg should get stabbed, I'm saying you should get pushed off a high thing, just to cover <laughs> them. I don't want to No, no. I'll only allow it if Goldberg spears New Jack and wins. No, he's winning. <laughs> New Jack needs this. When was his last win? Oh, I, I hate New Jack. I can't stand him. No, for the record, the only reason is because I watched uh, Dark Side of the Ring episode. Oh, mate, that's so good. Dark Side of the Ring's fucking great. But it yeah. almost he feels like a nice guy on that, despite him talking about him stabbing people in a ring. Like. Yeah. You almost feel sorry for him, then you remember that he like stabbed. Him was him. Yeah, like the mass transit incident is pretty dark because a 17 year old took the piss out of him backstage. Oh, yeah, I must bring a flick knife outside. Like, for anyone that hasn't any interest in wrestling, one well done for getting to what 10 minutes into the podcast and you're still listening. Still here. Two, like, New Jack used wrestling as a vice to deal with his own shit, so he would legitimately bring weapons into matches like real weapons he, he so he stabbed a kid when he was 17 he had an affair with his mate his co-worker like a co-worker and he, and he pushed his mate off the side of a, a stage that was like 16 feet high yeah. he did it all he did um didn't he like absolutely kick the shit out of like a retired almost 70 year old wrestler yeah, because he took advantage of him again backstage, but he didn't, he just didn't shake his hand. Like, he is, he's an insane man, and the fact that he still gets gigs to this day is pretty weird to me. Yeah. Fuck. Like, um, on that documentary, he, he literally has it, you see him doing a match in like 2018. Obviously, not stabbing people, but like, he seems to have like matured now, but still, it's pretty dark. Yeah, I just wanted to do that one there. Mate, but... But yeah, I can't stand Goldberg. He's never brought anything to the rest of the industry. I know you've just said nice things about him, but I think he's dog shit. I think his matches are shit. I've never, I've never enjoyed a Goldberg match. I'm not sure if it's because. Whoa, hang, hang, whoa, hang on a minute. Rock Goldberg two was fucking great. And this is the thing. Anyone could have done that match. Yeah, anyone could have done that match, but it wouldn't have been as good. The thing with Goldberg is he's. I'm sorry, but you know your shit when your good match is the five minute one. Yeah, his best match was fucking like 20 odd seconds. DDP versus Goldberg is the only good Goldberg match. Carry on. <laughs> okay. Yeah, all right. Next one is, I'm going to say my next one. So this isn't the order I wrote it down, but obviously you've already mentioned Stone Cold, Hogan, Cena. I had Stone Cold versus Hogan without Cena in there. That's yeah. nothing against Cena. That's just because while WrestleMania 18 I cared, um, the original decision was going to be Stone Cold versus Hogan, but yeah. Stone Cold had some dramas with Hogan from the early 90s, so he'd never go in a match with him. And as though I'm a rock guy, I can appreciate the match style of Hogan 
and Stone Cold would complement each other a little bit better. Yeah. Uh, even the rest, if WrestleMania 18 wasn't in where it was, I don't know how many of us are talking about my favourite match ever, if I'm being honest. The match with Stone Cold could have been so much better, I feel. It could have um, been so much worse as well. I don't see the crowd flipping against The Rock like they did, like they did with, with Stone Cold. I don't, I don't see him tearing on him while I'm at, while I'm match. Oh, I don't, mate, I don't know. His circumstances, isn't it? I just think with her, with Stone Cold being the everyman that he always was, I can't imagine people turning against that. Because I read, um, I can't remember where I read this, but apparently the original plan was they were going to do the Hogan Red and Yellow debut for that match. Like they were going to uh, plan to turn him face before WrestleMania 18. And I was always like, nah, nah. The reason that match is so good is because Hogan is the bona fide heel and everybody cheers him. Well, yeah, NWA get, NWA get involved. NWA, NWA get involved as well. Yeah. Speaking of oh. the NWO, moving on. I, I will be bringing up the NWO a bit later on. Yeah, no, I've got I've got a new NWA match in my honourable mentions. Okay, actually. wicked. So, uh, Shield vs NWA. Um, what? I didn't catch that. So you can flip the shield. Oh, yeah, yeah. So by NWO, it's the NWO. It's not... Oh, it's not Wolf Nash, Pass, not, not, Yeah. Exactly. So you've you've got three counterparts that can almost go against each other. You've got the behemoths of Hogan versus Roman. Yeah. But... I, I, would, got, go, I would go to death Scott Hall. Scott, yeah, obviously. And then you've got the... Um, Dean Ambrose and Kevin Nash. Yeah, so two of them can't accompany each other. The last two were kind of weird, aren't they? Yeah. Like, still, I'd love to see that. But with that, obviously, the shield would have to. I mean, if he's if he's late night, it's obviously if they're all in the peaks, it doesn't matter who wins. If they're all in the peak, I I still give it to the shield. To be fair, I think I think the shield were fucking great. So triple power bomb. I'm, I'm just about to change one of my other top threes. Right <laughs> there. Because that's. And while you're changing one of your other ones, I've got. Tomohiro Ishii versus Samoa Joe. Alright, niche. You, yeah, isn't it? That one. Uh, so Ishii, obviously five foot three, wide as a fucking box. Samoa Joe, also the same size. Five foot three. Yeah. yeah, I think he's obviously a bit bigger than Ishii, but in looking for this match, it's not happened. They've, they've been in Ring of Honor at the same time with each other briefly. Obviously, Samoa Joe's done some stuff for New Japan, but they never ever. They've been the, like, the same like show together, but they never had a match together. Not a tag match, no nothing. And I just think that's a real shame. Yeah. And it's never going to happen now at this point. Uh, I think that one would be cool. Originally, I put Samoa Joe versus Kenta, but that's already happened, so. Yes, it has. That was a great match as well. Uh, again, this is getting real niche, isn't it? Let me bring it back to uh, more generic WWE stuff. The next one would be, I put AJ Styles versus Rey Mysterio. Done properly, that did happen last year. Yeah. Or Eddie Guerrero, like one or the other. Um, or both. Joe, what do you mean, or both? Handicap. Yeah. Uh, I So I was going to put um, CM Punk versus Eddie Guerrero, but ages ago I watched the CM Punk documentary and they actually had a match together. Triple threat. Is it, is it a triple threat with Rey Mysterio involved as well? Yes, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, well, that's one of my dream matches. Mate, I had to search the internet to make sure these matches have never happened. Like well, yeah, the Rey one has happened briefly, but not yeah. in not in the 
a really good sense. I think if they did it properly. Since Ray's come back to WWE, it's been really disappointing. Um, I think so. The re- recent stuff, it's redeemed it with the whole Seth and the uh, Dominic stuff. That's stupid. Like him losing What's his that? fucking dumb. Really Yeah, funny. that was done. Stuff before that and the actual match itself before that ending was quite good, you know, when he came in wearing like Ray's old gear and shit like that. Yeah. The whole Dominic side has been brilliant. The eye stuff. Yeah, let's let's not talk about let's that. Let's not talk about that. That's the shit you watch when you're embarrassed, like, why am I watching this? Yeah. In it, like But apparently they actually recorded the eye. You what? Apparently they actually recorded and edited a fake eyeball coming out of that scene and then they cut it out. Because it looks shit. I mean, of course it's going to look shit, but... Of course it's going to look fucking garbage, but they... Don't you record that scene, decide if it's good enough or not, and then you make the match type or not. Not vice not versa. Surely, just don't have aggravated salt as part of your storyline. Oh, fucking hell. I say that, but I've just got a new Jack and Goldberg in there, haven't I, sir? So. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, AJ versus Eddie, I think, something a lot of people would love to see. Yeah. Uh, Eddie doesn't get compared to AJ as much as he should do. Eddie Guerrero is fucking amazing. Without Eddie, I don't think I watch wrestling. So without, around that time, oh, do you know, without Eddie Guerrero, I don't think the boom of the smaller technical wrestler would have happened. Which is weird because how much of a unit he was. <laughs> he was a unit, but compared to like Brock Lesnar and stuff, he was tiny. Yeah, Guerrero, like, yeah, he was hard beforehand, but. You know, I think Eddie Guerrero opened the doors for your Daniel Bryans, your CM Punks, you know, your smaller dudes. And then obviously CM Punk blew that door open even further with his pipe bomb. Yeah. Still the best promo in the fucking world. I wasn't wrestling, watching wrestling while the pipe bomb. And I look back now and it seems like something I missed. Oh, mate. I, I remember the next day, just, it was fucking huge. You like it made like I I think it made like BBC News or something the sports bit I was like fucking hell that's when you know wrestling's made it obviously I've seen the match but without the context of it happening at the time I don't think I'll ever be able to truly appreciate it like yeah. it's, it's a good match flat out that's the obviously I'm on about the Money in the Bank match with Cena but I've seen it in hindsight when things played out the way they did I didn't watch yeah. it at the time when it wasn't is he generally going to leave with a belt kind of thing have you seen that that picture of him with a kid with the braces and he stood with a belt. Yeah. And he's running away. That's iconic. And I wasn't even watching at that point, even I can appreciate that's fucking cool. To be Do you fair. know what? I've just thought of a, an honourable mention that not only could happen, but I reckon it's going to happen very soon. Drew McIntyre versus Wade, Bra- uh, Wade Barrett. I think that gets started tomorrow night. Yeah, I reckon it's going to happen. I think it's. I think the start of it gets started. I think, not to get into fancy booking, but I think Wade Barrett's got to do a retribution as well. You reckon? Yeah. Obviously, I know Ali's come out now, but I think there's a because they're making him look really bad. So he's gonna like. I think he's gonna get them in like. It's like the king of the stables, isn't he? Hey, <laughs> I think, we, I think Re- Wade Barrett should stay as far away from retribution as possible. Oh yeah, no, he should do. Shit. But yeah, no, they are. That, I've, I've just been watching from afar easily. I'm like, what is that? Like, do you know what? Like, Retribution could have been really cool, but then they fucked up by giving them shit names and just making it look shit. Just, yeah, disappointed. Not mad, just disappointed. <laughs> like a short thought, like, I saw a meme with the day about it. 
At least like, the horsemen just play acting. Joe, when the first came in. Yeah. Like, because they're all tiny, weren't they? Like, Dijak wasn't in there yet. It was just little small men running around, yeah. causing a bit and of then, then suddenly, fucking one of them's like nine foot tall. You're like, hang on a minute. <laughs> uh, my next one. Yeah. Unless it's about retribution. Uh, <laughs> Seth versus Sean. Yeah. I've got, I, I have got. a feeling that might have been in your your three. I. It's not, only because. It's an obvious one. I don't like Seth Rollins. That's fair. He's, he can get annoying. I, I do understand that. I, I I can appreciate he's a great wrestler. Um, but was it last year when he was being all like superhero y? Like, no. And, you know, like or his whole turn recently where he's turned into a bit of a messiah is better. I just don't like him. I, I, don't, think like, I don't like Becky Lynch either. There, I said it. Yeah. Mate, she was <laughs> fucking brilliant and then they just like because it was so organic like her turning into the man and then they just went a bit too hard of it I was like no I get what you're saying I get 100% what you're saying and also Shayna Baszler should have fucking won at WrestleMania yeah God knowing how things ended afterwards even more so yeah respect, yeah like fucking hell but whatever it's but done now. to me Seth, without a Seth, uh, John Moxie doesn't have a career. Because what I mean by that is, he doesn't get over WWE, he doesn't get the infamy that he gets to move over to AEW now. John Moxley would have been another, like a Darren Young or someone like that. Someone who came in, came out. No, that... Oh, you know, guy... oh mate, do you know what? I'm going to have to disagree with you on that. So I think he would have the same career as Sammy Callahan. Because without Seth, the Shield don't get the indie status that they got, which therefore doesn't get Roman or John or Moxley either. Um, John Moxley was like, because obviously he came from the indies as well, but he was more like a hardcore wrestler. So yeah, all right. No, I get that. That's what I'm saying. So yeah, Sammy Callahan would be his level. And I don't like him. Just because yeah. I don't like him. No, yeah. I think... Annoyingly, all three members of the Shield needed each other. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Because without Roman, Vince doesn't care. And without Dean Ambrose, you haven't got because they had a bit of an edge to them. And yeah. Seth, you haven't got like, the rest. Yeah. So I'll, I'll give you that. Actually. But yeah, so that goes back onto the NWO match. Seth would probably drag that match out because you got two big guys in Hogan and Nash having Seth in there. Did yeah. you watch Pip? Against Evolution. Yeah. Chill. The Blue Teaster. <laughs> yeah. That's that should, that's that should match. See, I thought I the, that match would um, the Shield and the Wyatt family was fucking brilliant. Yeah, that was again brilliant. Like Seth. I think Seth is a character is terrible, always has been. Yeah, he's been um, shit. I just he can't act, that's all it is. Yeah. Um, He's like, meh, 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 meh. Like, fuck off. But when he had the briefcase, that's the most interest yeah. I've had in him. Yeah, when he won the title, I was like, fuck yeah. But even then, when he won the title, it was when he did his knee in and he came back, he was never the same. No, I'd agree. Wasn't and then I've got two more honourable mentions, both tag matches. On, I've got the Utahs versus the Rock and Sock connection. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> 
I, I just wanted to get the Usos in there because I like them. I didn't really know where to put them in there. I think they're better now than they were when they were all like base painted up. See, me and my brother loved them at that point when I was younger. <laughs> it's make me feel old now, isn't it? But... Yeah, they got old. Being a, a twin, if you know that, the gym. Um, me and my brother loved Yeah. Fucking hell. Me and my brother loved the Usos. Loved them. Yeah, I might like more than him. But um, hence the, the similar title, but we won't talk about that. <laughs> but yeah, so the Usos, I think they're just fucking sick. I think they're both sick. They even got even more sick when they started being more themselves. Have you, um, the whole Roman versus Jey Uso thing has been great. Yeah, I have re- I have been watching that. That's it. I've only been watching the Roman stuff recently. And Roman and Reigns is, oh, he's so good now. So This is what he should have been like from the start. But whatever. Well, that's the thing that he wouldn't have had. So people wouldn't have been begging for it. That's the same. Like, I, he should have started earlier, granted. But yeah. I do agree with him being faced for so long because they needed someone in that position and they had no one. So when, he, when he came back from leukemia, everyone was like, yeah. And they started to treat him a bit better. But all the shit beforehand, when they just forced the belt on him, I was like, nah. He's winning the US belt and he was carrying it like, on his back. Do you know when he came back from the Adderall thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Right, what's your, what's your final honourable mention? And then we'll get on to our top three. Uh, Revival versus The Shield. Again. Would you have it as a three on two or a two on two? Two on two. We're going to leave Roman out of this. Yeah, good shout. So, yeah. Um, so, Revival goes without saying. Without the Revival, I don't think NXT tag matches are respected the way they are now. The Revival's matches in NXT were fucking iconic. They've yeah, done really good matches already in W. They just get it, do you know what I mean? It's just, yeah. the way they build matches is just exciting. They had a fucking good match out of Enzo and Cass, for fuck's sake, do you know what I mean? Like, they, yeah, they did. W- one question though, who's your favorite uh, Revival member? Revival member? Um, I can never remember which I don't know, I can't remember, I don't know which one's their new AEW names now though. So you've got... Uh, Oh, mate, oh, fuck, I can't remember now. Cash Wheeler and is one of them now. Yeah. Scott Dawson was a WWE name. What? Oh, I can't remember the names anymore. Um, I like, I like the book. It's Dax Hardwood, the other one. Dax Hardwood, yeah. It's Cash Wheeler, it's really bad kind of sort of shit, to be fair. Mate, uh, I like the the one who punched the guy who attacks Bret Hart. Yeah, yeah, just. <laughs> which I'm not going to find out which one that one is. That's the, you said the bald one. I said the other one. I think so it was. My was that's wild. That's my favourite. That's Boulder. Yeah, and Scott Dawson. Um, that's Boulder and Scott Dawson. That's it. Did you watch the WWE24 with him about the Edge match? The, the, the what? The, the WWE24. It was the 365 or WWE24. It was. Oh, it was just it was just all about the edge getting ready the edge all yeah, about the edge yeah and um, he trained and basically trained him up didn't he and he did a power drive on him just to get him ready for his neck and they said that if, if he if he got that injury that would have been the most tragic day in his career and no one even known about it because they wouldn't announce anything yeah like I, I, like I got a bit more respect for him knowing now that he's not even with WWE yet he's trained edge to get ready for that match as well yeah. and he won't even I would, being how resentful he was at that time as well. I think that's pretty cool of him to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Oh, mate, you can totally understand it though. They, like you said, they were such good tag team, but they got treated like shit. 
and they've got body goals, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, I'm, like that's I'm, a really, that's a man's body right there. Oh yeah, the, like you, you could definitely you could definitely tell that they could kick your ass in a fight, but they also enjoy a pint a pint of the weekend. There we are, look at that. There we Trap. are. I've got a gut as well. That's and chest hair, something I'll yeah. never have. <laughs> so for anyone listening, Chris has got his tits out again. <laughs> right, top three time. Do you want to do the honours or shall I start? I want to start because I want to get mine, what you've already mentioned in there before. Go on then. So obviously you've already mentioned it in your honourable mentions. I wanted to talk about it because I got my geek on side to how the match would flow and that'd be Daniel Bryan versus Kurt Angle. Mate, I think that would be fucking incredible. It would remind me an awful lot of Kurt Angle versus Shawn Michaels. I was thinking Shawn Michaels and Daniel Bryan at one point as well. The, 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 history, the, the story's there as well, isn't it? Because they keep going on about how Daniel Bryan was trained by Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels says he was so drugged up at the time, he barely remembers yeah. as well. So at least, like, Daniel Bryan's not a drinker either, so you could go that, down that angle if you wanted to get yeah. more weird about it. But no, so I've, I've gone with Angle versus Bryan just because being of the generation I have, I was growing up when obviously you had Shawn Michaels as the technical guy. It was Angle or Benoit, but yeah, um, <laughs> that's not happening anytime soon. But yeah, so Angle was the the smaller man, even though he was a fucking unit as well. Growing up for me, and then obviously Brian's like the newer version of Angle. Yeah. Um, anyone that likes technical wrestling and things like that, I think it would be a really cool match. So what I wrote down on my notes for how it would happen. Daniel Bryan can always go back to his heel guy shit now. I think now he's done it, he could just always go back to it. When he was um, like a warrior. Yeah, the eco warrior stuff, especially that, the moment. I think that was great. That was so good. Um, it just takes Angle to announce that he's coming back, and then they, you've, you've got it ready made kind of thing. Um, you could have Angle as the wrestling machine, and and, and be Brian Face, but I think it's too obvious. Uh, do you know what? There's a part of me, like I said, it, this does remind me of Kurt versus Sean, because both are great at wrestling, selling, and being fucking hilarious. But yeah, can, can joke about themselves, can't they, as well? Yeah. Um, and I just, I think the promos building up to it would be fantastic. And, and do, you know, do you know what? Annoyingly, that match could have happened. That could have been. Fucking retirement match, and they gave it That's to Baron Corbin. So my notes on here was: Kurt Angle comes out of retirement, as we don't want his last match to be against Baron Corbin. But and it was a job as well, wasn't it? It wasn't even a good Bush. match. It was pathetic. So I put Daniel Bryan starts as a bad guy. Yeah. You carry on. Let me uh, let me just quickly Google something. Cause I, I, right, hang on. But yeah, Daniel Bryan restarts bad guy stuff against Angle. Angle comes out of retirement because he's sick of it. Uh, they have a one-off match potentially. SummerSlam was always Angle's thing, so we'll do it at next SummerSlam yeah, when yeah. people have TV inside things. Um, I understand Angle's not who he used to be, so the match is going to be a submission-only match. Or because I, I did with Iron Man, but I thought if he's coming out of retirement, he couldn't do that anymore. No, he couldn't. He, he, he ain't got it in him. I, I am uh, still listening. Um, I am just very quickly. Sake. Oh, so yes, I've, I've put submission only slash Iron Man. I don't think Angle's got it in him anymore, but it still would be a good match. 
and then I put Daniel Bryan winning. She, That'll be the theme of mine. The newer guys winning because it just seems right. Technically, it's already happened. As Brian Danielson, I'm guessing. No. Oh, okay. Three words. Greatest Royal Rumble. That's that's different, though, isn't it? Yeah, but this this is what I mean. So you, so you that was the Saudi Arabia show, wasn't it? Yeah, the first one. Yeah. That but was Roderick Strong cut Brian's chest up. Yeah. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> that's but, probably um, the So the point I was trying to make with that is that that is a again a, a story written. They were both in the war. I can't remember if they like had a brief moment or not. I honestly can't remember. There was 40, 40 people in it, 50 people in it. 50 people, and Daniel Bryan went all the way to the end and lost to fucking <sighs> Braun Strowman, who I hate with a passion. At the time, I loved Braun. It was right. It was right at the time. At the time, yeah, I'd give you that. I still fucking hate him, though. I think he's shit. But so- yeah, so I, I put Angle winning just because it's, it is Angle's proper retirement match, and I think him tapping out to a yes lock is, is the way to whatever it's called when he's a bad guy it's just the label lock in it when he's a bad guy but um, I just think that'd be the right way for him to leave would be a 20 to 25 minute match submissions very mat based um, keep care off the turnbuckles I don't want to see him fucking break his neck again no. I'd like to see him do all that stuff I just wouldn't want to see it like it'd be, it'd be awful I think a submission match is, pro- is probably the best way to go. I, I thought Iron Man, but again, as I said earlier, he ain't got an hour in him. Like, it'd be brutal. But if it was like Daniel Bryan at his prime versus Kurt Angle in his prime. I'd put Angle over. Oh, yeah. As well. well. Yeah, I would. Like, I think um, is, and this, I think Kurt Angle is extremely underrated, as in, I genuinely think he could easily be in the top 10 of all time. Like he had the wrestling skill, he had the promo skills eventually. His acting and selling was great. His comedy is spot on. He is just so fucking good. Like he's really good. I, I think he's better than Shawn Michaels. His return though was so bad. His so bad. He just took it was his fault to be fair. When he was the manager, I mean when he was the GM, he just looked stupid. Yeah. Um when he was the, the shield thing was funny though, when like, oh, the shield shit. I hated that. I hated that. <laughs> I, not like that. It's a uniform. You know, I just think if they were to, if so, let's say they had done that, they should have just had. Who was it? Was it Ro? It was Roman that was ill, or whatever. Yeah, had, yeah. They should have just had Dean and Seth come out and then just give Kurt Angle that one entrance, right? Everybody do the entrance. You suck. You no, suck. But that's what everyone wanted. I know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, kind of fucking shit like the riot shield stuff and it was like oh. oh this is a bit lame isn't it like you just you never got that you know that theme tune oh, yeah. you suck you suck that would have been awesome but WWE being WWE they fucked it Backwards. Um, so that that was my first one there. I think we should alternate, personally. Yeah, I think so too. Right, so well, we've got, you, we've got you, a... you mentioned Walter earlier. Oh, hello, mate. The dogs just turned up. <laughs> so you mentioned Walter. Yep. Um, and 
Brock Lesnar was always going to be in one of my top three. I don't care what anyone says. When Brock Lesnar has an opponent that is smaller and a better worker than him, he fucking bangs. For example, um, Lesnar versus Daniel Bryan, Lesnar versus AJ Styles, Lesnar versus Finn Balor, all fucking superb matches. Did we these two not that series? I swear there was in that match. Did these two not meet in that Survivor Series match? No. No. So, who else is a really good... So, the reason I mentioned Walter is because Walter versus Tyler Bate was an amazing little guy versus big man dynamic. Now, take Walter out, put Brock Lesnar in, Tyler Bate, strong as fuck, small dude, versus Brock Lesnar, big fuck off meat mountain. That match will bang hard. Do you not think? 100%. I mean, it probably be the same as the Walter one, but still. It would be so good, because... The Tyler Bate versus Walter match was literally Tyler Bate was doing everything he could to beat Walter and he just couldn't do it. Like he literally fought his heart out and it was such a good match. And I just think if you put Brock Lesnar in his place, you just up the ante that little bit more. Especially if like, you know, Tyler Bate picks him up for an airplane spin and throws him around a little bit because he's got the strength to do so. I just think it'd be great. And then Lesnar lands on his feet and does an F5. <laughs> or, something, or something stupid like that. Like, again, I remember watching a, a Tyler Bate match and he fucking airplane spun someone whilst doing a giant swing on someone else. And I was just like, that's mental. And follow we, him on Instagram. Yeah, I was about to say, on his Instagram, he's been really quiet recently, but like, yeah, like pre pre lockdown. <laughs> He was fucking like he's like 75 kilos. He's deadlifting 250. I'm just like fucking hell. That's mental. I bet Brock could do that. He's got tiny legs. Oh, after him. Do you know what? At Brock Lesnar, your legs are shit. He's even got Instagram. You what? I don't know if Lesnar's got Instagram, has he? Well, let's find out, shall we? But his legs are pathetic for the size of the fucking mountain he is. Look, I, I disagree with that. I think it's what he wears, because when he was in the UFC, he he looked, his legs looked massive and he had like little speeders on. Yeah, I suppose. Uh, I don't think does not have Instagram. Yeah, that does. And does. Who does? Tyler Bay. Although I don't like the fact he's grown his hair out. He looks like a twat. Um, but yeah, Tyler Bay is fucking, I mean, I mean, just look at that. Do you see what I mean? It'll be David versus Goliath if you put Brock Lesnar in it. And it would... Th- Lesnar's got to care, unfortunately. He's got to rely on that. He's got to give a shit. He does, but I reckon he'll take one look at Tyler Bate and go, do you know what? The fucking things he could do to me. Because I was thinking um, Lesnar versus Cesaro for that same reason. But he I... respects Cesaro as well. But I just think the Tyler Bate match, if... If it's anything like Tyler Bate versus Walter, it could be so fun. It could be magic. It really yeah, could. That but could it, happen. Could happen. It could happen, but I don't think. I honestly think Brock Lesnar wouldn't even fucking look in his direction. To be honest. Who's winning? Brock Lesnar has to. Yeah. I don't. I. I love Tyler Bate. He's one of my favourites, and he is strong as fuck. But 
as much as people dislike Brock Lesnar, he is a draw and you have to protect him. So he's got to win. I personally don't think Brock Lesnar should ever lose unless he's putting over someone hard, i.e. Drew McIntyre. Yeah, which he played the role fantastically with. Yeah, 100%. But this is the thing, when he wants to, he's amazing. When he can't be asked, can't be fucked. Which he is a shame. Yeah, he did amazingly at the Rumble, but that was putting over Drew McIntyre. No, but also, and Ricochet as well. It made him look good in the process. Yeah. It's a he shame that their match was so short, though. Uh, yeah. Versus Ricochet. Because, that, again, that could have been great. But it wasn't. It was just a squash. Which, that, that, yeah. Walter, put Walter or anyone... Oh, Walter all bit against Lesnar. I think he got a good match there. I think Walter versus Lesnar would be a good match because Walter is... Unbelievably quick for a size, and well, so Lesnar. Earlier, I think that'd be cool as well. You are Keith Lee against Lesnar. See, I, I was again, I was going to put that, but they've already had that kind of brief moment in the Royal Rumble, and the it, Rumble was so good. And it just, you are sorry. The Rumble was so good this year. Oh, it was brilliant! It's probably See, it's been a long ago. So much life has changed since then. Mate, the Royal Rumble, was, I actually watched it again uh, a couple of nights ago, just because, like, the first bit with Brock Lesnar was great. Like, it was absolutely brilliant. It, he, like, every, like, everyone was like, oh, fucking hell, he's eliminating everyone, chucking him out. Yeah. You're supposed to root against him. Then Drew McIntyre comes out, boots him out. You're like, fucking hell. Then, from that moment, it kind of goes, like, the second act of the Royal Rumble. Yeah, with Edge coming back and things like that. Oh, mate. I can't watch that and not cry. Like, cause you see how welled up he is when he's entering, he just can't fucking hell. That still gets me. Still um, gets me. Speaking of Edge. Oh. Actually, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm done with my first one, so you go to your second one. So speaking of Edge, uh, TLC4. Oh, fuck me. Would it, be the same, would it be the same three teams? There's gonna be four teams. Okay. Uh, the Hardys. Obviously. Edge and Christian. Obviously. The New Day. Which two members, though? I haven't decided. <laughs> I haven't decided because all three of them all complement each other in their own cool way. Yeah. So either, either two would be great. Yeah. Uh, I think for the best matches, generally, it's Kofi and Biggie. I think, yeah. personally. Uh, that's I do I like Jiri as a person more than the wrestler, if I'm being honest. Yeah. He is a good wrestler still, but the other two are just so fucking good. Yeah. Uh, and the last two is the Young Bucks. Oh, oh, cross promotion. I like it. Yeah. So I, I wanted to put a TLC in there, and I was like, right. I, I, I wrote before I started, before I start this, I want to put the New Day in there because RIP. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of the New Day, carry on. They, they do make it yeah, so it's New Day, Young Bucks, Hardys, Edge, Christian. Young Bucks have gone against Hardys, obviously, in Ring of Honor. Yes, they have. And then obviously, Hardys came back to WWE the night after. One Hardys in AW right now, one's in WWE. It, I mean, it could happen. It all depends on Christian's situation as well. Uh, yeah, yeah, to, yeah. It would have to be balls to the wall. It'd have to be. So, what I've wrote on the notes here was New Day go over in the process. Because they made me give a shit about tag team wrestling. Yeah, recently. I'll give you that. Um, but 
Only because the Hardys and the Young Bucks basically kill themselves in the process. Which they probably would, to be fair. Yeah, so like it, the last kind of thing is like Biggie versus Edge or like Kofi versus Joe like on the ladder. Yeah. Hardy and the Young Bucks are out. They've, they've done some triple moonsault through the announce table from the top of the road. Oh, I've done pole drivers. Yeah. yeah, and then obviously at the end of the match, they can all do the old come in the ring, shake each other's hands and stuff. Yeah. Uh, and I just think that's. It's two generations, but obviously with the actual addition of a team from another company. It's just, kind of thing. I just, I think the Young Bucks are really, really good, really fucking good. And like you said, I think the New Day would, because the New Day are an amazing bunch of wrestlers, and I sometimes think that they're gimmick kind of gets in the way of it a little bit do you know what i mean like you look at the gimmick you go oh they're all unicorns and pancakes and silly and shit and they last i listened to a couple of them yeah I, I, while lockdown i smashed all the time that's them though so i don't mind it they aren't serious guys I, they I, never I, will I personally love it because it is them but to a non like to a casual fan they might just go oh they're just a bunch of dickheads fucking around but then they can go. They can fucking go. It's hard to tell the big guy with his wearing a, the uh, this big huge guy with the mohawk, the singlet with unicorns and pancakes. It's a hard sell for a non-wrestling fan. I do get yeah. that. I'm I'm gonna put this out there. I think Big E's the single greatest thing that WWE have. And if he I'm, I'm really hoping this big thing for him. Really hoping it. If he does not beat Roman Reigns at WrestleMania 37, I'm gonna have a riot. I don't know who else will join me, probably no one, but I think he needs to win the belt. He's got to. Now, I think Xavier Woods at some stage needs to win it as well. Oswald, mm. Big, Big E has to win it. He's so fucking good. So good at everything. Even when he was Big E Langston, when he was doing the five count thing at NXT, it was fucking brilliant. Should bring the five count back. He so should. Absolutely. Bringing back old things that you've done before. I don't know how you can rehash it, but... I think just make... Do you know what? I think just make him an absolute... But... What does I say? Make him a heel. Just make him a fucking uh, killer. Like, I don't want him to be this super serious heel when he, now but, he's on his own. But you can't make him just an extension of the New Day either. You've got to do something there's, with it. There's a balance to it, I feel. I think there is a balance to it. Yeah. But... For him to become this super serial like he was when he was Langston, do you know what I mean? It's so good though. Lifting chop and all that, that, that one call, let's be honest. I know, I liked that. I thought that was cool. Yeah. But then I, all my clothes are covered in chalk, so there. But yeah, so new, I put New Day winning because I think too many people get pissed off at the Young Bucks winning. Hard as an edge of Christian have won enough in their career. And not that New Day haven't won enough in their careers, but yeah. I just think it'd be nice for them to win. Yeah. So, dream match number two. Sorry, go on. I was just going to ask you what your next thing is. That's all I was going to ask. So my second dream match was going to be DX versus the NWO. But then I changed it. I kept saying that on the internet. So I've got got DX, Triple H, Shawn Michaels and China. Versus the NWO, Hogan, Hall and Nash. Versus the Undisputed Era, Cole, Fish and O'Reilly. Versus the Shield, 
versus New Day. Tell me you don't want to fucking see that. No offense, but all you've done is just like swung five good tag teams together. Like, yeah, no shit. It's a bit of a cop out. Oh, right, okay. So, so let me be a little bit serious. One's got to go. go. I've been rude. One of them's got to go. Okay. I want, you know, I'll get rid of two of them. The New Day and the Shield are gone. So it's going to be DX versus the NWO versus the Undisputed Era. I'm glad you kept UE in there. I, I thought they were going to go. I'm glad for that. I, I fucking love the Undisputed Era. Love them. In fact, I've got one of their T-shirts, actually. Um, and I'll no, leave... Really, going to have... You are? You were going to have a... Was it five stable match? Yeah. And all three members in, it in the match as well? Yeah. Enough. <laughs> That's way too many people. Yeah, it's like no. a rumble. <laughs> Basically, it was only when you mentioned the Shield and New Day that I just quickly went, oh, yeah, that'd be quite cool. Yeah, you could tell you did that. Because <laughs> I was like, what, I got There's five people. Yeah. Can't um, do that. So, originally, originally it was going to be DX versus the NWI, but then just before we started, I added the Unspeed Era because I was thinking, I haven't got any NXT guys in here. I'm glad you've added them because I've not got anything for any of mine, and it's a real shame. So, so the reason I've chosen those particular members because they are the original three, so it was always Triple H, Shawn Michaels, and China at the start. NWI was Hogan, Hall, and Nash, and Unspeed Era... Cole Fish and O'Reilly. Obviously, uh, Roderick Strong joined later, and I do think he's a better member. But I'm petitioning to get Fish out of there. No, I'm, no, <laughs> you have to have the original three. I'm sorry. As much as, as much as Bobby Fish literally is a walking injury, no, we got to keep him. In. Sorry. I feel on Bobby, but he's got. A... <laughs> I, I, I do think Roderick Strong he's is saying... so much better. I'm saying that which which one was the oh shit the war games match with Ricochet and Dawn in the team of War Machine which one was uh, that one that was it won the one before that one it I can't remember because which... Bobby Fish was brilliant in that one I think, I think Bobby Fish is brilliant. He's just been really unlucky with being injured. Well, he got his head caved in in that match as well. Yeah. This is the thing. He gets injured, recovers, takes an absolute thrashing, gets injured again. But the original three members. And who would I think would go over? There's only one. Only one team can win this. Yeah. The Undisputed Era. I think Adam Cole should pedigree Triple H to win as well. Yeah. Yeah, because it's just a fucking thing, isn't it? So, so I, I've always so don't get me wrong. DX, the original version, were great. NWO were great originally, but Undisputed Era have just clicked with me on so many levels. And like when uh, I went to the uh, NXT UK tournament, was it last year, year before? It was the one where um, they had a couple of NXT teams in it as well. And it was Adam Cole versus... I can't even fucking remember who he was wrestling. One of the NXT UK cunts. And he, he got the biggest pop on Miles just because of the Adam Cole Bebe chant and the boom! Is that the one where they came at the end of the show just to do the beatdown? No. Because there was one of the UK shows where they didn't have any matches. They just did a beat down at the end of the show for Survivor Series. No, it wasn't that one. It was. Oh, you know what I mean, don't you? 
So I remember, um, so the first match on the card was Mustache Mountain versus Undisputed Era. And it was when Mustache Mountain beat the Undisputed Era and the crowd went fucking nuts. Yeah, the British Bulldog trap pants on, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, yeah, great match. And I was, I, was in the, I was in the crowd and, mate, honestly, they just fucking cheered for ages. But that was such a good match. But yeah, Adam Cole versus, it's really going to annoy me now, Adam Cole versus some NXT UK. Oh, oh, fuck, I just meant it was Wolfgang. Adam Cole versus Wolfgang. And, and, and everybody just went nuts for Adam Cole, like the charm, everything. Are you glad that the Soviet wrestlers you're not even allowed to mention at the moment? <laughs> oh, because of this whole... Yeah. For anybody who doesn't know, so if you aren't a wrestling fan, you're still listening, well done. Um, but basically, a load of UK wrestlers during lockdown just all got called out for basically being fucking horrible human beings. I'm, I used to do massage at some wrestling events, so I do know some people that were involved in it. Yeah. It, Without getting too dark, it made me feel really ill about it. Like it, the fact that I was at some of these shows, it's like, uh, like I think I, I'm not going to name names because it's really unfair. But I did, <laughs> I did my PT course with a, a professional wrestler who does like UK circuit, and we were training once. And I, I remember I asked him. Mate, you know, why, you know, have you ever had like a WWE tryout? And basically he was like, yeah, I've got a tryout, but they didn't pick me because I was, A, he was too short and because he was on gear. Uh, but he was telling me about some of the stories about certain UK wrestlers and what goes on. And I was just like, fucking hell. And this was like long before NXT UK ever started or anything like that. So yeah, it's all a bit fucked. Yeah. It- it, it creeped me, obviously it's a bit morbid now, but yeah, like knowing people that were involved in it, it's like fucking hell, like... Yeah. Yeah, less about the UK wrestling scene kind of thing. Um, but that is a good, just, just to go back onto the, yeah, let's talk about wrestling, yeah. But yeah, just that was a great match. Um, I can't remember the Wolfgang match, though. I remember I'm at the tag match. Uh, ooh, I'm just, a, it's not, by the way. Right, that's okay then, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will send you the name. Um, hang on, hang on, podcast. <laughs> We're just dishing dirt. <laughs> yeah, it was that one? There you go. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so while we're on about the UK wrestling scene, though, I do know of a, a PT that is a good lad who's also a wrestler, and I'm t- I'm telling you now, you need to get him on a podcast now. And that is Liam Slater. Liam Listen to our one. Yeah. Um, Lazarus Pete. Yeah, he loved it. Within two, about, within about two hours of it getting loaded, listen to it. Um, he on, also man. gets followed, and if, he will be listening to. This. He's the one guy I know is going to listen to this <laughs> one. <laughs> We're on about NXT UK, and it just reminded me once about you said about a Pete. Not that Liam or anything. He hasn't. Um, but yeah, Liam's fucking sound. I, similar to you, I'll just shoot shit with him now and then. Liam. Uh, has he got an Instagram account? Yeah, so it's Lazarus PT. Um, he's. Uh, hang on, that's he... familiar. Well, yeah, it was in WCPW. Um, is it Lazarus PT? Lazarus, there we are. But yeah, so Liam is a good lad. 
Um, even when I was doing math lads before they were PTD. Again, I don't know where I saw. I can't find them. How do you spell it? Lazarus. That's L A Z. Yeah. I've got him. Follow. So he was. There we are. Funnily enough, Wing Commander Nash as well. So I went to. I just saw the followers. Yeah. So what? Yeah. This guy here. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but yes. Yeah, so um... Bob is never getting uploaded ever. The video, I mean, not the audio. <laughs> yeah, true. But yeah, no. Liam is—he's a really great lad. I don't know. What, it's like I just randomly started messaging. Like I started messaging you. Obviously, I'm doing risks. I've massaged some of the guys he PTs now, so I'm unsure if I've because of that connection. Because yeah. I did, I did massage at TGW in New York, and I've done one NGW show as well. Okay. Well, Liam, if you aren't listening, I have just sent you a uh, follow. <laughs> he followed that honestly about five minutes after we, well, not five minutes after, but after our podcast last time I did that Storm the Studio thing with all my clients. And on the night when I was getting back on my phone, he sent me like a, a message saying I much he enjoyed it. So, oh, nice. Well, Liam's hopefully he has listened. Um, but anyway, getting back, getting back to the match itself. Yeah, yeah. and it, so you. Because <laughs> they they obviously flirted with DX versus NWO at WrestleMania when Triple H wrongly beat Sting. Beat Sting. Um, yeah, but they, they flirted with the idea, and it just made me think, you know, that would have been so fucking cool. Um, and yeah, I just thought, fuck it, add on speed earring because they're fucking amazing, and I'd have the other speed earring win, and I'd have Adam Cole get the win. Or Kyle O'Reilly because his match against Finn Balor was spectacular. Not seen it yet. Oh, I'm not seeing it. Do yourself a favour and watch it straight away. It's great. Yeah, I did see it to be fair. And Finn um, Balor, since he's turned into a heel, oh, so good. One thing I've got to ask about that: the I'm guessing the role in their peak. Pretty oh, obvious, but... Yeah, this isn't now. But yeah, so it would have been DX at their peak. So when like, <laughs> even then, Nash is still getting injured, whether he's injured or not. <laughs> but yeah, obviously, like all all nine people at their peak. So you know, Triple H, Shawn Michaels would have had their hair. I've got a, I've got a plot point that needs to happen at the start of the match. Go on then. Uh, Nash and Fish need to run at each other and just fall into dust because they get injured every time. Who do? Nash, Nash and Fish. Fish. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Right, fine. <laughs> Get them to the other way. Out. <laughs> I know Nash would beat Fish, obviously. He comes up for a jackknife power bomb. His legs are Yeah, jackknife power bomb. Because he drops him properly, like, not properly. Fish's shoulder goes. Not that I wish injury him on people, apart from Goldberg, but. Um, <laughs> <laughs> about that. But yeah, so get them to out of the way, then you've got the actual the people that we're all there to see. Yeah. No, I, just I think, think Bell needs to get a some sort of punch up with Triple H. They've both done that weird groggy cell before. Yeah. I also yeah. think Hogan needs to get his revenge on Michaels by overselling for him. Yeah, if he can that's do little, it. That's a little summer slam inside a joke. So get Switch your music, then just fall out of the ring and then and start walking down the ring and fall. <laughs> but I think, yeah, I think, do you know what I mean by that cell, don't you? Like Kyle does on Triple H, where they stood up going, like, shaking yeah. like, Whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Headbutt and do that for about two minutes. Yeah, I'll be all my plan. And yeah, I, 
I would just like to see Adam Cole do something to Hulk Hogan and kill him. Do you know what's a shame without the NWA element? If Triple H and Michaels a couple of years back were a bit more self-indulgent, they could have done that match. They, do you know what? Again, so, saying at the start, it could have happened. There yeah. was a period when they were, like, around WrestleMania 18 time, where Shawn Michaels was just coming back. So they could you know, have... I, I'm on about, so I'm on about the Undisputed Era thing. I know what you're about to say there. I'm on about... So do you know if Triple H and Shawn Michaels were feeling self-indulgent about two years ago, they could have easily had Undisputed Era against them? Yeah, instead of fucking Taker and Kane. Yeah, could have easily happened. Yeah. Not a Saudi Arabia, like actually a takeover show. You know, I'm surprised. I, you know what? I think I, if you take out the NWO, I genuinely think still DX could deliver. Yeah, absolutely. I reckon. I reckon Shawn, to be fair, Shawn Michaels for that Saudi Arabia match, like he wasn't great, but then he didn't really have. I felt sorry for him. He, he, he didn't really have a great. Don't get me wrong. Undertaker, I love him, he's my favourite, but fuck me, he needed to have retired years ago. Kane needed to retire years ago. Mr. Nebel. Triple H can still go if he needs to. Trust me, he goes on for half an hour at WrestleMania. And I think Shawn Michaels, if he had a bit more training and a bit more kind of oomph in his step, I reckon he could, I reckon he could do one more. When you add the element of Shawn Michaels training the XT guys, he'll know them guys inside out as well. Yeah, and again, Triple H obviously being the NXT head on show, then you, there could have been something there. You do know the rules are Triple H goes over, though. That's the issue. No, not having that. He has to. It's a lot. It's still, I don't want it to happen, but. No, not having it, sorry. <laughs> no. I, do you know what? Around, was it around 2000, 2001 kind of time when he just kept winning and winning and winning and winning? I fucking hated him. It took me years to finally go actually you're right it took for him to retire shave his hair off and stop wrestling for me to go actually you're right yeah just fucking hatred age i like him now i loved him i loved him i mean it was just i just thought it was all a bit much and he kept winning and like the whole booker t thing he should have he, he needed to yeah just annoyed. But there we go. Are we ready for my last one? Mate, I'm born ready. I can't wait. So, uh, it actually goes into nicely. Do you know my... One of my honourable mentions, Revival versus Shield? Yes. Uh, oh, wait, no, forget I'm about to say that. No, forget that, because... No, so I'll, I'll start over again. <laughs> okay. No, what I was going to say was cause, because... Roman's not involved in that, it could be involved in this, but the Roman's heel Roman as he is now. This could happen this year. I'm sorry about your biggie little dream. That's not happening. This is the main WrestleMania event. So get obviously you sat on the chair, you need to get a seatbelt on, you fucking ready for this. This is the WrestleMania main event this year. Right. So, if I'm disappointed, I'm ending the podcast. Go. <laughs> so we don't have to tell you your last one, brilliant. Uh, so we've got Roman healing it up as he is. He's still the champ uh, with Heyman. Um, he's I just. I feel you're about to throw a massive curveball, and I'm going to go, yeah. So he's just won the rumble because he's that arrogant. He's won the rumble with the belt as well. Right. 
who's going to go against? Who is he going to go against at Mania? His, his head's gone massive. He doesn't care. He also disrespected Lesnar after the Rumble because Lesnar with him was the last two. He slept around. One, he slapped about one of the Usos on the way into winning as well. So the uh, the family, so to say, are happy with this. Um, Rikishi made oh, an. I know where you're going with this. I know where you're going. And if this oh, does, if this does happen, I'd be okay with it. Rikishi made a little cameo as well halfway through the run. Oh, I know where you're going with this. Who's the who's the king of the table? What does Roman call himself? None other than Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. It, uh, it just has to. So it had to happen in them circumstances. He's just embarrassed the full family. Call himself head of the table. He just disrespected the Usos on their dad. I reckon that's where they're going. Because obviously they're doing. No, it's not. Unfortunately, not. If if there was a crowd year, maybe. Absolutely, but, but you know they've, they've done the Usos thing. They could. Oh, I don't know. The Rock ain't coming back. I can't think your idea of him winning the Royal Rumble as the champion yeah, with the belt. Absolutely. And just being because it goes full circle because he won the Rumble when no one wanted him to win it. So let him win it whenever he wants him to win it. But I'm I'm talking entrance one. Better than Ric Flair did it. Slap everyone about. Maybe I wouldn't say go full here like conniving here like a Miz would, but a couple of dick shots in there, uh, a couple of disrespects. But he still looks dominant in the process. Um, um, again, similar to Brock Lesnar, he chucks out the first like ten people with absolute ease. Then let the run. I've just thought of someone actually. Instead of Lesnar being the last one for a bit of heat, Langston is. Oh, because everyone will think that Big E's winning. Yeah. So you've got Lesnar, yeah, Langston. If you have Biggie and Roman as a. Biggie. Have Biggie, Lesnar, and Roman as the last three. Yeah, yeah. But obviously, the last two being Biggie and Roman, like, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. No, it doesn't happen. Yeah. Like, nah, get out of here. So then that is even more heat, I suppose. But obviously, he's yeah. already. Dis- the key part is he's disrespected the family up until that point. And at the end of the Rumble. Did you come in the Royal Rumble? Just. That- I said that earlier. <laughs> get all the head shrinkers in there. Fuck it, get Yokozuna from the grave. Get him in there. <laughs> Fuck it, it's fancy booking. I get Yokozuna in there. Who's the really hard one who's done stuff for New Japan recently? Uh, Haku or Meng. Yeah, get, get, get Meng in there. Fuck it. Like, bang, you're out as well. Don't give a shit about you. See you later, mate. Even get Too Cool in there, like Scotty to Hottie. Oh. Like, get him out in there. Oh, yes, mate. I'm, I'm all over this. Anyone related, to, if you're related to a Samoan, Roman's taking you out of this rumble. Let's get this very clear. Yeah. Um, Fuck it, why not? Yeah. Uh, throw, throw, Ro- throw, throw, throw out the Rock's dad. Throw out the Rock's mum. Fuck it, everyone. <laughs> but yeah, so obviously, he knocks him, like, knocks the last one out, ding, ding, and then he goes on the bike saying, look, there's no one currently wrestling that can defeat me. If you smell. Rock comes out, obviously in real tight under armor gear, tequila in hand, yeah. ready to go. <laughs> Terramanic tequila, next it comes down to the ring, start whacking each other, that's our main event for the year. Um, I don't know who wins. Actually, no, I do. So I wrote this. I know, I know who wins. So I wrote this three days ago, this this message. Yeah. Uh, we're recording this on Saturday, last night or when the last SmackDown was on. I put Roman Reigns beats Rock via a new submission. Yeah, because he's been doing a new sub, sub, hasn't he? That's, I wrote that before he did it, funny oh. enough. Called it. 
Well, yes, obviously. Last week, he did the guillotine on. Yeah, the guillotine thing with Bray. I wrote, not Bray, sorry. Braun. I wrote that before he did it. Like, uh, so, he, okay. so, we're going to tap The Rock out. That's how Rocky's going to go out because yeah. The Rock needs to have a final match. That's officially a final match, not yeah. the. Well, at the moment, it's Rowan, isn't it? His last ever match. Oh, <laughs> yeah, no, he, he needs. And this is the thing, it's always been tradition in wrestling that most of the time you go on your on your back, is what they say. So if exactly. it's the last match for a company or forever, you lose. You put someone over on the way and out. And by doing that as well, it legitimises so Big E did do a good run. I, like you said earlier that Big E needs to win. I disagree with that because it's too soon for him, I think, personally. You can have Big E versus Roman at SummerSlam now. Yeah, but Drew McIntyre rose so quickly. He literally introduced that new kick move, that three, two, one. And then three weeks later, he won the World Rumble. I was like, the fuck? I mean, I'm all, all Yeah, that's true. What? It was Shane's underling about the month before, wasn't it? Yeah, and I just think, if you're going to strap a rocket to someone, just fucking do it. And WWE are shit at doing that. They all, they like to, right, they like to put, say put a rocket up someone's ass, and if it's not immediately over, uh, give up on that. Yeah, but like with Big E, it would fizzle out. Like he got close to the rumble, maybe gets a, a mid-card belt win at Mania. And then between then and SummerSlam, loses that and then challenges Roman. And then he's the one that, Beats the one who beat even just go, Or even just have like, you can even have Biggie go, right, do you know what? Okay, I didn't win the Royal Rumble, but I was so fucking close. So, or even have like, so you want Biggie and Roman to be the last two. Obviously, if yeah. Roman wins, because whoever wins Royal Rumble gets a title shot. So, he, so Biggie could be like, well, I was the last one in there on a technicality because you're already the champ. So, Give me that fucking top shot. I know I'm not going to be in the main event for WrestleMania, but I'm challenging you now to the night after WrestleMania. What? Fucking <laughs> I, I just, if Roman's going to tap the rock out, it needs to fizzle out a bit more. It needs to be the king a bit more, not the night after. Nah. Yeah. Big E could do something with uh, Drew. That'll make you happy. He wins the elimination trick. Well, you've then got to move Biggie to Raw. You may as well just put the fucking New Day back together. What? What brand's Drew on? Raw. Oh yes, Biggie's on his own SmackDown, isn't he? Yeah, my bad for that. Not that the brand it means anything. You can get your way for Slam. You can get your way for Summer Slam. Oh okay. But so I'm, yeah, I'm, The Rock I'm, versus. I'm so on board with The Rock versus Roman Reigns. And you've got full build from the night of Rumble to Mania as well, not this fucking half bitch when they're like, do they or don't they have this match? Yeah. Um, with the way Paul him and the Rock, the, the Rock, the Roman, sorry, Roman's been as well, The Rock's not going to be coming to the Thunderdome every week. No. So it needs to be, them two can carry the feud a little bit as well. Yeah, 100%. Funny enough, my next feud, or my final dream match, also starts at the Royal Rumble. Um, and I'm, I'm sorry, this is the absolute obvious dream match in the world. I can guarantee you, I don't even have to give you a clue, you all know what it is. In fact, have a guess. Sting versus Taker. There you go. Sting versus Undertaker is and always will be my number one dream match. Always will be. And annoyingly, 
they had take everything up from the past and technically they have bought before but they you know this was so long ago that the unstable well, like, like deep south of random hip town or something yeah it was literally like oh, mid-atlantic oh, wrestling it was like Mark Calloway, but Mark, whatever his name is. Hey, Mark Calloway. Yeah. So, yeah. So, they have technically fought each other before. Um, and there have been two instances. One where it definitely could have happened. And the second one, they could have teased the shit out of it. So, the first one, why the fuck did Sting versus Triple H happen when they could have done Sting versus Undertaker? The year after Undertaker loses his streak as well. Yes. Then that way you could have had Sting win, and it doesn't mean like. So this is the thing, right? It, it's always been that dream match. They've got very similar um, gimmicks, like especially when Sting went black and white, like yeah. kind of creepy, spooky. I'm saying like creepy, spooky. The promos alone could have been out of this fucking world. You, again, you could have done what I said with Bray Wyatt, um, the Fiend. Sorry, you could have almost had it a bit B, like B movie horror. You know, as in like the two monsters in the night. Like you could have gone that route with it. But the second time they could have, they could have done this, and unfortunately Sting fucked his neck up. So they could never have probably done it. But do you remember the Royal Rumble where it was Unsaker, Goldberg and Lesnar were all in it? Yeah, I was steaming. Um, I merely missed watching Royal Rumbles at uni because it would be in the bar, big screen. Yeah. So, it, so imagine that Royal Rumble. I think Unsaker eliminates Goldberg. Uh, so yeah, Goldberg eliminates Lesnar, then Unsaker eliminates Goldberg. And then there's a split second on Unsaker who's just in the ring on his, like, on his own whilst everyone's on the floor. Imagine, and again, Sting had retired at this stage, so it couldn't have happened. But just imagine, they turned the lights off. When the lights came on, it was Taker and Sting just staring each other out for a minute. Fuck. Then disappears again. Yeah, then lights go off again and Sting disappears. Or they both disappear. Yeah, and that's it. Because obviously the match can't happen, unfortunately, because uh, Seth Rollins butts Sting's neck up in uh, like a freak injury. Uh, but again, like you could have had that tease, and I would have been more, I would have been happy with that. Yeah, it's that for me is the dream match that could have happened, should have happened, but it never did. How was this going then? How was winning? So. I would have done the build exactly like I just done there. So Undertaker's in the Royal Rumble, you know, he's eliminated a bunch of people. He's the only one standing, everyone else on the floor fucked. Lights go off, lights come back out, they're just staring each other out. They don't move, they don't attack each other, they just stare at each other. The crowd are going fucking nuts. Lights go out again, they both disappear. Like, what the fuck's happened? And then, and then I would have just had them at Mania in the Hell in a Cell match. Oh, Hell in a Cell, good choice. Hell, yeah, Hell in a Cell match. Um, you know, you can get all spooky bollocks of it, like have them like do, you know, like Undertaker shoots electric out of his hand and stink and teleport here and everywhere. You know, you could do all of that. And I just think, because the thing with wrestling, right, let's just say how it is. One of the reasons I like it, because it is fucking stupid. 
every now oh, and yeah. it just needs to be fucking stupid and yes we all know it's fake we all know it's not real play on it a little bit so have these spooky bollocks characters like have the Undertaker fucking set something on fire and try and scare Sting but then have Sting lurking in the background and shit like that you know and I just think there's there's so much potential there. again they could have done like Freddy versus Jason almost and you could even chuck the fiend in there fucking why not at the end maybe yeah yeah but there's yeah well, who's going over that's the big question Have us a draw. <laughs> That's cop out. Yeah. Um, I think it'd be nice for Sting to get a win at the Mania. Uh, yeah, personally, I've always been an Undertaker guy, so I would like the Undertaker to win, but just for like, you know, he was a WCW guy, and Vince has always got this thing of bring the WCW, WCW guy and make him look like shit. So I yeah. would Sting win. Just let Sting have that win at WrestleMania. Let him have that one fucking thing. And then that's it, retire. And I wouldn't even have had it as... I wouldn't... So, when they were both in their prime... Like, when was Undertaker's prime? Because you could argue this one day long. So, I would have... Mid-2000s? I was going to say that around the time when he was... Um, after he, so after his biker gimmick thing. Yeah, just after that. Came, when he first came back as the dead man, those few first few years, like when he was fighting uh, like Batista and. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, that was when he was, in my opinion, he was another level. So I would have happily have had Undertaker then versus Sting. Around the time in TNA when he was fighting Kurt Angle, because he was still good. Yeah, I didn't see. See, being of someone slightly younger, I never really saw Sting. So when Sting, I was younger, it's just, all the hindsight. He's been in WCW, but he's developed more as a character in TNA because he was allowed to be a bit more humanized. For me, what... I never really. This is coming from someone that's obviously getting again a bit younger, but so when he first came, I keep seeing him this spooky man, and he randomly goes, "Woo!" Like, I'm, I don't get it. I, maybe I'm missing something. Um, so he used to do that whole woo thing. So when he first started, he was like, I understand it's because he's from the surfer thing, isn't it? Yeah, so he used to be like, you know, spiky blonde hair, face paint. You know, he used to, fun fact, he used to team with the Ultimate Warriors. The um, you should dress the same, didn't they, when, when they were tagging yeah. together? Um, and then, then I, I remember this, and then I, then I remember like he started not bleaching his hair, and his hair was growing out. A little bit, and then he just disappeared for like a well over a year. The next time he saw me, I had really long hair, he had all the face paint on, it was just like a complete transformation. It was like the fuck? But it worked. And I think the whole woo yeah. from when he was like the original sting, he'd be like, woo! And I think it's also a nod to Ric Flair as well. I, I get it, but when you're this spooky man, you shouldn't really say much. No, I agree. 100% agree. Um, there was a period in TNA when he did, he did his face paint similar to the Joker, and he was a little bit more crazy. And I, I've seen that and it looks wank to me. I liked it. I quite liked the fact that they let him just 
like he wasn't like full on fucking wacky or whatever, but he was just a little bit, like a little bit crazy. I don't know. But yeah, I would have just had like the proper, like, like when he first came back as the Crow Sting, that versus that version of Undertaker would have been, I think it could have been the greatest thing in the world, especially if they'd gone mental on like fucking hell in a cell full of bats like at night in a graveyard. Fuck it, why not? Let's go, let's just go all in. With zombies in the rounds. Fuck it, why not? I just, yeah, I just think it, 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 it's annoying because they were both great workers in their prime and I just think it's one of those matches that it's never going to be, is it? Never going to be. So, obviously, did you say Sting's going to win, didn't you? I would let Sting win, yeah. So, obviously, is it some spooky bollocks that makes him win? Is it going to be a tap out? Is it going to be the death drop? What's going to so, make him win? So, fun fact, The Undertaker has never submitted. I don't know if you've ever been made aware of this, but he always said that he never, ever... He was happy to lose, but he never wanted to tap out. So he's never tapped out. So he can't lose to the Stor- uh, Scorpion Deathlock. Um, if it was his last ever match, I would have him tap out. But yeah. I would, yeah, Scorpion Death Drop, or even like a couple, like just to really like solidify how fucking hard the Undertaker is. And then just have him, yeah, pin, bam, done. Have you seen the interview with Take where Sting talks about that, that match never happening? They, I think, uh, so, yeah, and he doesn't give a shit about it. He just what? don't care. Take her. You know, we met the other year at the Hall of Fame and we talked about it. And he went, oh, yeah, uh, it was like Mark just felt really dismissive. He clearly didn't want the match to ever happen, which I think is quite awkward. Everyone talks about this match and he's like, yeah, yeah. It has. I always thought that Unsaker was up for it. Sting said he was quite drunk at the Hall of Fame, so it might not be true, but he was like, he went, it just didn't seem really dismissive of him in that situation. He didn't seem that excited over the prospect that they should have gone against each other. That's so weird. Do you know what? I think it's the greatest greatest shame in all of wrestling because it could have happened a bunch of times and it just never quite aligned. Yeah. Like like I said, even in that Royal Rumble, they could have done a tease. But then Vince has always said, oh, don't tease something you can't deliver on, which is massively ironic. Massively ironic. So yeah. the question is, your, your three match three, who's, who's had the best match? Remind me again of yours. First one was Anglin Bryan in a submission match, and we had TLC where Bryan won. Uh, TLC four with New Day Young Bucks, Hardys and yeah, Edge Christian, then, Big Brother, Hardys and Young Bucks themselves. And then last of all, obviously Rock versus Heel Roman. Right, what do you define as a good match? Is in what the fans would think would get over? What would be technically the best? Well, technically, is a that one's a bit of a there's only one winner that one technically I think the overall package of the build up potentially the way the match could go and the general appeal of it I think Rock vs Roman would go to the mainstream appeal I don't think any of the two would um I am annoyingly the excess new uh, NWO could have some mainstream appeal yeah that could yeah that could do but, but I do think 
And so Tyler Bate versus Brock Lesnar, I think would be a solid match, but no one would give two fucks about it. If I'm being brutally honest, except for me. DX versus New, uh, DX versus NWO versus Undisputed Era could target the mainstream, but no, that's there's only one. There's only one solid team there, and that is not DX or the NWO. And I think Undertaker, I right, so Undertaker versus Sting, if you've got them both in their prime, could be something special. Yeah. I also think Daniel Bryan versus Kurt Angle, both in their prime, could be absolute fucking magic. I think the overall package, I think Rock vs. Brother wins. But what I will say is, I think the best match would be the one you didn't mention there. I think it'd be Bit vs. Lesnar, given the opportunity. The, in terms of the actual best match, as in, yeah, I think that. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think it could be, but it's the one that no one would give a fuck about. Yeah, I agree. And that Rock vs. Roman is the exact opposite. Yeah, everyone would go mental for it, but I think the actual match itself would be shit. Not because they're shit wrestlers, they are both excellent wrestlers, but The Rock can't obviously in, um, risk getting injured because of his like, Hollywood. What films he got coming out soon? Mate, he's always got a film coming out. He's always got something. Before we start recording this, I mentioned to Chris earlier, The Rock's... I, I like The Rock, but do my tits at the moment. He just advertises tequila 24-7. Yeah. Again, he'll, he'll probably hit Roman Reigns with a bottle of tequila. <laughs> yeah, and look to the camera and wink. Yeah. <laughs> like, he probably would. It would just be fucking annoying, so... I do want to try the tequila, to be honest. I didn't even know he was advertising tequila. That's how much I don't follow The Rock. Uh, I've got a lot of undrama rock gear. Uh, I'm... I want to try. To, I don't even like tequila, but because it's the rocks, I do. And that's where it gets you, doesn't it? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a big fan of Under Armour. There, I said it. Not a fan. Ooh. Not a fan. Obviously, I, I do like uh, the Under Armour rock range. I think it looks really smart. I've not seen it. To be fair, actually, I tell a lie. Excuse me. I see them every day. It's very common. I um. I had a pair of Under Armour trainers. They were really comfortable. But I wore them when I was on the gym floor, having to walk around all day. Not, not yeah. I'm very much a flat converse kind of guy. Yeah, white converse is my gym go-to at the moment. Yeah, that's what I've got. White converse and socks because I'm a little bit CrossFit, but I'm actually not. Well, I wear my green socks because I'm, I'm arrogant. Well, you know, why not? Wanted socks. <laughs> I wore. A, I actually need to get on that. I actually need to get on that Teespring thing. I will buy some of your shit. I keep telling you this. Well, I've just I've just had a um, branded T-shirt made up with um, that new um, burger logo on the back. The one with page. Yeah. Just get that on you. I'll get it. Fuck it. Why not? I just think I just think it's something funny. And do you know what? I'm every time I talk to you, I just feel like we slag off PTs. But I'm just sick of fucking personal trainers just being like, oh no, I don't have cheap meals. Fuck off, mate. I saw you at McDonald's yesterday. Prick. I'm having takeaway tonight, I'm having curry. I had an 18-inch pizza for dinner last night. Not even sorry. Didn't even touch the sides. I could have easily had another one. For me, I'm the smallest I've ever been, so I'm like, I'm just going to keep it going. I'm... I, I'm not the largest. I'm definitely the strongest I've been. Um, but <laughs> I was actually talking to someone about this yesterday. Um, not last Christmas, the Christmas before. So I... I sit anywhere between 103 and 108 as like my 
normal weight. I ballooned to 121 during Christmas, not last year, the year before, because I just bulked like a prick. And by that, I just ate everything in sight. So come January, I was 121 kilos, which is heavier than, um, and this, this is what made me go, fuck, I need to drop a little bit. When you are a UFC fighter, the max weight you could be is 120 kilos. I do this anytime I lose weight. I put myself next to whatever weight category I'd be in. Right now, I'm middleweight, which is weird to me. See, I'm a heavyweight. I I'm used to be heavyweight. I'm a uh, heavyweight. Uh, but yeah, like I used to always compare myself to Daniel Cormier because I'm the same height as him. <laughs> oh, Daniel Cormier is a legend. But he's just like... He's got know, one five, one one six at the moment. I, I've i always said to myself, as, you know, as long as I'm the same weight as a wrestler and as long as I kind of could get away with looking like a wrestler I'd be happy yeah if I, if I took my top off and put on some pads I could probably just about pass with being a wrestler I've, I've toyed with the idea of doing wrestling training many many times have you yeah so doing massage at shows I got the I got the itch a little bit but I was like yeah. do I uh, I've done Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu um, a few years ago and I actually I really want to redo it because I actually got to my blue belt and then I became a PC then the hours just didn't work for me anymore yeah, but, being, but there's a little bit of wrestling involved in that like actual like catch yeah thing. we need to get we need to ask Liam how he does wrestling and PT like I don't know how he, how he balances that out I do know a guy that does wrestling and PT like he does not so much like the grappling side but he'll do like the wrestling drills they have to do yeah but Liam's a proper wrestler though like one of them do you know what I mean like proper he was in WCPW he was a dog bollocks in that was it? <laughs> WCPW, rest in peace. I loved that. Loved it. Hey, so did uh, I. So did I. It was fucking awesome. So, so yeah. Him and so him and I talked to Shreddy, Shreddy Breck quite a few times. He's a big fucking guy. He's, he um I'm trying to think Wells. Don Black, who lives in Australia at the moment. Uh he had this sort of sex guy gimmick at so there's a, a there's a there's a wrestling show in Leeds which is hardcore wrestling, but it's fucking class, called Rise. Um, their hardcore title always gets defended in a 24-hour McDonald's. Right. <laughs> I love that. Rise, yeah, Rise, look what they're into, they're fucking mental. Obviously, I don't know what's happening at the moment because of where things are, but yeah, Liam's done a few things for them as well. I, I just I'm miss... giving him the right suck off here, aren't I? <laughs> hey, I just, I just miss crowds, man. Like, it's not the same wrestling without a crowd. I haven't watched wrestling since the crowd thing. Like, the Thunderdome is better than the, the, the performance centre. But apart from that, not particularly too much. No, I find it really... Di and also, a lot of the wrestlers still aren't on TV. Like, yeah. a lot of them are still, like... Like, for example, how amazing was Pete Dunne and Matt Riddle before lockdown? Those weights were superb, and then they just had to break them up. And now Matt Reels fucked off to Raw, and Pete Dunn's like, I, do, I feel bad for Pete Dunn because he that tag team fucking incredible. And then COVID's fucked it up. Like Becky Lynch, as much as I hate her, and obviously she's pregnant, she's gone. Charlotte Flair's been gone for ages. Um, Obviously, Roman Reigns was gone for a while. Sami Zayn was gone for a while. Like, so many of these wrestlers, and it really does show sometimes when they just go, right, it's Drew McIntyre versus Randy Orton. Uh, Again. Yeah. You're like, oh, fucking hell, come 
and I just yeah I just think once once restrictions lift a little bit and people can start travelling I just think wrestling will be so much better again I'd love to go to more independent shows when things are normal again yeah I just mate, I just want to go to Wrestlemania just want to go like, I mean, still not mean to one like, it really fucks me off though it's like right I've always wanted to do it finally get the opportunity to do it this year I'm kind. Of, I kind of wish you went to the Royal Rumble now because that was fucking brilliant. Unfortunately, you're not going to get a better Rumble either. I don't reckon I will. Not for a long time. But then, but I was thinking about this earlier because obviously they keep bringing in like surprise people. Like, can you imagine 20 years time when they go and the surprise entrant is Chad Gable and everyone's like, who the fuck's this guy? No, that's Dolph Ziggler written down. That's going to be oh, his job. Fuck Dolph Ziggler. Hate. Him. I just. <laughs> I've never known a wrestler to complain as much as him about, oh, I'm not getting over, I'm not getting over. It's because you're shit, mate. All you do is... He's all right. No, I hate him. Fucking hate him. Never, I've never been a fan of his at all. Um, I, I feel we could do another podcast about wrestlers we actually like and dislike. Because I fucking hate Dolph Ziggler with a passion. And I hate Braun Strowman as well. Get Braun Strowman off my TV now. Nice. Yeah, I was about to defend him then. Nice shit. He's he was great, and then they just kept having him lose and lose and lose and lose, and it's like brilliant. You're now just a normal guy. And this is the thing, Keith Lee, just a normal bloke now. For now, for what he'll he'll have his time. They just. It's like I said earlier, they just need to put a rocket in someone and just go, right, fuck it, let's go. Like, they could have... Like, when Keith Lee, like, during the Survivor Series, when he was red hot, like, I I was saying to my... Like, my like, I do have one other friend that's wrestling. I was like, mate, he's going to win the Rumble, trust me. And he didn't even get, like, fucking five seconds. Did he get dropped out fairly quickly by Lesnar? Yeah, he literally was, went in, they had a little bit of a titty tiggling match and then Brock Lesnar just went mm. when he walked in Brock went to the camera he's a big boy didn't he yeah <laughs> yeah he, but he is a big he's a fucking unit and he's quick like he's so quick but there you go <laughs> I'm amazed that none of us have mentioned the match man Randy Savage in any of our ma- uh, dream matches that's a generation thing though yeah true I love the no. man, but I couldn't think of any. I'm not going young. I'm 24, but Macho Man's the mean man to me. Do you know what I mean? Like he's. I fucking love him. Yeah. Like he's just a funny voice, man. Oh, he was so mate. He was so good. When I was looking at IDs, he did get coming up there. I do. Like, him and Ricky the Dragon Steamboat get coming up. Oh, then I was about to say Macho Man versus Ricky Dragon Steamboat at WrestleMania three is so. Good. I'm not going to pretend to put just as I've got more clout as a wrestling fan to put a Steamboat in something when I've seen him versus Flair and that, which is a good match by the way. That's the only match I've seen, which is a good match to be fair. But when I've seen one match of the guy, yeah. that's it. I'm a dream it, match. I didn't really put any New Japan guys because I don't really watch it. I did up until honestly since Omega left. Like New Japan kept me interested in wrestling the past few years. Yeah, I thought um, the Omega Jericho match was so good. I wanted to put Naito somewhere in there, but I couldn't think of anyone to put him with as well. And this is the thing, you get all the Japanese guys and it's like, right, who do I pair him up with? 
Naito, uh, he's similar to Seth in a way. Yeah, but then I just don't think. That's, then why, that's why I didn't put my like, big show and Andre the Giant because they're too similar. Uh, like another one's an obvious one that other people have said is um, Tanahashi vs Cena as well because them two are like don't get me wrong I think Cena's a brilliant wrestler he gets a lot of shit and now that he's now, over the last few years I've grown to like him more than I did when he was like super Cena but I can't think of any matches where I would, oh I want to see Cena versus unless it's Austin or Hogan yeah, no, I agree. He's done everything else. Even like, Roman. He's pretty much done everything. He's even done Roman, yeah. Like, Cena versus I... Keith Lee doesn't interest me. Cena versus McIntyre does really interest me. Oh, now you say that one, that one does. Yeah. I, I've, got, I've got a lot of love for Drew McIntyre. A lot of love. But again, at the minute, I just think his title run, because you know, not, not everyone's around, it's just been a bit... Yeah. Unappreciated. Yeah, I'll go with that. Right, wrestling. I wonder how many people you listen to all of this. It's Liam. <laughs> well, well done, Liam. I appreciate it. Uh, if if you have listened all the way through, I was going to say do something like comment on my Instagram a burger emoji and I'll give you a prize, but I'm not willing to do that. I'll give you well a round of applause as well I'll give you yeah um, yeah just give us like some secret code that you have listened to all of this because I don't even think I'm going to listen back to this no I will in the car probably I, would, I never did that I didn't think I was going to listen to the last one like I've never really heard my voice in such a long form um, but yeah I did listen to it to be fair I listened to it twice oh really I don't think I, can, I hate my voice yeah, it's, a little, it's a little bit vain listening to your own voice in the car but I was like it, I had to listen to it because I wanted to say, what have I... Liam's just messaged me, actually. Um, yeah, I just said to him, we're talking about you, by the way. Um, but yeah, no, so um, I was like, I want to know what I said because the last one, obviously this one's been long as well now, but we was chatting so long. Have I said anything controversial that I shouldn't have said? Because obviously I was advertising the last one. I was like, am I going to get sacked? <laughs> so <laughs> I listened to it. Uh, the only egregious thing I did say was I'm the best PT Hulk. I'm, I'm willing to agree with that. Um, and that's but, because if you remember what you said last time, if you don't believe you're not the best PT, you are shit. Exactly. So I was like, I said that part. Uh, I mentioned my rent situation at PR Gym, um, which probably shouldn't be out in the open, but I, I can announce it now. So I'm back off rent. So if there's any whole based people out there, I've got 12 hours free that I want to dish out in December when I'm starting to be fucked up. You know, he's on the plug, isn't he? While we're on plugs, uh, I put a recent Instagram post out today. I'm doing November again this year. For... Yeah, cool. fair play. So I did November last year for, um, not to get a bit more about the situation, but my girlfriend's mother passed away. Uh, raised money for St. Lance Hospice, which is where she passed. I wanted to do November this year for men's mental health. Unfortunately, I didn't do that in the end. I understand it's a big issue, but with the recent fuckeries of the Tory government, Again, yeah, I won't go too far into political elements a bit, but I do think there is an element. I've been sharing stuff on my private Instagram and private Facebook of how that vote shouldn't have gone through yesterday. They should have been accepted. And we. Just, just because, right, so for anybody who doesn't know what's going on, I don't really follow politics. I think I know what you're on about, but just explain what what is going on and 
So yeah. there was a vote yesterday and the day before about, obviously, children get free school meals. There was going to be a grant that allowed parents to feed their kids while half-term and things like that. Um, and basically, it got declined because of a large... Everyone that said no was of a conservative from the Conservative Party. And because of that, they've got more of them than there is of the Labour Party and the Lib Dems, because that's how politics works, that's our current reign. Uh, I just think it's a really big injustice. So that at the moment, unfortunately, is more topical. I'm not saying that men's mental health doesn't need to be advertised, but I'm also doing a 24-hour bike ride with a PT from my gym in December. So that will get raised. I will be hitting that situation at some point. Um, but yeah, so I'm doing November this year for Fair Share Charity. If you see my Instagram, you can see I can now grow facial hair. I didn't used to be able to. So while lockdown, I was like, right, I'm not grooming till the gym reopens. And then that's what I got, that horrible moustache and whiskers. Didn't get a haircut either, so that made it look even worse. But yes, I will be doing November this year for Fair Share. Nice. Which, is a, which is a charity that um, raises money and allows children to eat while half times when free school meals are applicable. I just thought it was a bit more suitable at the moment. Yeah. Then I will be raising stuff for men's mental health in the future. So it's not as if I've forgotten about it like people do with men's health. Yeah. Again, tell I understand it's quite hypocritical, but that will come in December when I do a twenty four hour bike ride. Yeah, yeah. I I just think it's all of those shit that and this is not that fucking Boris to go listen to this. And if Boris does happen to listen to this, <laughs> nice to know you're a wrestling fan. If Boris is it, what was your favourite match what we mentioned? <laughs> <laughs> um so what's really annoyed me about all this, and so yeah, I'm a self-employed PT. I got the self-employed grant, both of them. They now just announced they're doing another two, yet there are fucking kids who are literally not eating, yet you're gonna give me more money. Like, yay, I like money, but I'm, I'm all right now. Yeah, I didn't so, get any. <laughs> give, you know, fucking, I, I could really go off on a tangent about as, as a child that had free school dinners, it does piss me off. It pisses, um, everything the government have done since March has pissed me off. Like, I get that we did the lockdown. I understand that. I'm not mad at that. But all these little local lockdowns and all this shit that we're saying and doing now is just like, it's not working for us. Yeah. You shouldn't say a random guy who owns a gym in Liverpool to say no. Things he doesn't you know what? Fair fucking play to him, but I wonder how long it'll take for the pubs will go. Actually, mate, we're going to sell beer to eleven. Yeah, I don't understand why more industries aren't standing up. It's because the gym industries are that one percent. That's the thing he kept pulling out of his ass, didn't he? That one percent of COVID yeah. cases being spread via gyms. Pubs don't have their numbers. It's thirty odd, something like that, which is quite high. Yeah. So I don't think other industries have the pull that we've had. Just don't get why shutting the pub an hour earlier is going to solve fucking yeah, the fucking bit. Shit. Do you know what they? Do you know what they need to do? Just stop banging on about COVID. <laughs> I, I, honestly, right. So let's take away the six month lockdown we had. Your day to day life right now, if you didn't have the news or social media and you were blissfully unaware of COVID, would it affect your day that much? No. Same here. So it's not as if I... And if people have a 
again, if people are still listening, fair fucking play. But, <laughs> but it's, like, it's not as if COVID's that deadly that people are literally falling on the streets of it. So I still do not know a single person that's got it. It's, it's I've I've been um, just over two minutes distance away from four people I've had it now. So I'm not saying that I'm the cure, but I think I might be the cure. Anyway, <laughs> I've been. You know what I mean? So even so, like you've like four people. I'm waiting for it at this point. Yeah, like I might yeah, come I'm, up. I'm like, and I jokingly, and I as much as I would love to admit I came up with this. This is actually a James Smithism. Imagine if chlamydia disappeared within two weeks. You wouldn't tell everybody you have chlamydia, would you? Same with COVID. If I got COVID today, I wouldn't tell him about it. Yeah, sure, I'd stay at home because I'm not a dick. I wouldn't brag about it or boast about it. But the other similarity to COVID and chlamydia is, why do I need a test to find out if I have it? Surely it can't be that bad that you can't just go, Oh, I've definitely got this symptom. I've definitely got COVID. No, you have to have a fucking rod shot that'd be nice. Or the flu. No, you're the test for flu, is there? It's just it's bollocks. It's all bollocks. And I think someone somewhere is making a lot of money from all this, and unfortunately, it's not us. Uh, another thing comes to the local lockdowns just after we all reopened, um, particularly in West Yorkshire, there was Eid Mubarak, and they shut, did local lockdowns there. Mm-hmm. Eid's basically um, I could be wrong with this but it's, it's the equivalent to Christmas it's like Islam Christmas yeah and it was just out of fear that Muslim communities would start eating together and families together so the band uh, groups of six yeah, they got away with it as well uh, while doing that you had COVID you had people that could volunteer to be COVID corresponders with high-vis jackets around walking around I think this was Huddersfield Bradford that, the general West Yorkshire area and this happened for about four days, as soon as Eid was finished, oh, you can all come back out now. They wouldn't do that for Christmas. No, no, they wouldn't. And I think it's really funny when Boris went, oh, we are going to allow students to go home for Christmas. I never went to university, but if I was at university, my mum would drive to my campus, grab me by the scruff of the neck, throw me in the back of the car and go, you are coming home for Christmas, dickhead. I don't know what he says. And how many other parents are going to do the same? Who's going to honestly let their child be miles away at Christmas? Fuck off, Boris. You're being a dick. Stop it. Like it was his big favour. Like, just... Just stop it, Boris. Honestly. Just give up. Focus on Brexit. Yeah, we haven't forgot about that. <laughs> Fuck it, I'm getting well political. I need to stop. I need to have a nap. I'm getting tired. Oh, Liam Slater. Back. Cheers, mate. Okay. Right, so episode three with Brendan's going to be about politics for an hour. No, it really <laughs> fucking isn't. No, it's not. I've tried my absolute best to stay as unpolitical as possible, and here I am just going, fucking COVID shit. My private Facebook's very, very left, let's just put it that way. <laughs> I don't even know the difference between left and right. Like, I'm guessing left is COVID shit, and right is. No, no what I mean is. So, let, by that left, right, I meant like as in the whole welfare state thing, like Labour. Left, yeah, yeah. Right, I think. But yeah, I just I just call people that are tourist cunts on my, fa- my private Facebook. <laughs> Being self-employed, shouldn't really doing that, but... I thought it was really funny, right? I was... So I watch a lot of YouTube. I watch, like, skateboard videos and Warzone tutorials. Yeah, I'm that guy. And uh, I would, there was a thing 
and Sky News clip, and there was literally saying, oh, well, this recent poll states that two-thirds of the country don't trust the Tory government. The next slide, the next slide, two-thirds of people would be in favour of a circuit breaker lockdown. Who the fuck are these two-thirds of people that want the economy to collapse even more? Who are you? If you're some fucking old fucking retired woman, I don't want you to die. I love you. You're great. But just let me go outside, please. Please. I realised I could have said something really mean then. I ripped Rainer back in. Fucking stupid. But anyway. Wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> Good, I'm, isn't it? I'm also really <laughs> impressed that Nina has mentioned Bret Hart either, because I hate him too. Again, I don't really... I've never seen Bret matches. That'll be blasphemous. I understand that, but... This is coming from someone that started watching wrestling from around one or one or two. I have rewatched stuff on the network, stuff that people mentioned. But I have seen a Brett vs. Owen. That's a really good match, actually. Yeah. The match. That's a fantastic that's match. Good, uh, Bulldog at SummerSlams, really good. Yeah, I've seen that too. But for me, Brett, there's people like him now, and that might be something blasphemous again. But I was never a fan. Never was. Uh, I'm sure because I like Daniel Bryan, there'd be people a bit older than me that preferred him. Like, I understand that. Like, being... Yeah. All the people, who else he surprised not being in a, in a, a dream match that we've mentioned? Who's that, sorry? Who else do you think we've, we've missed out? Um, um... Oh, fucking hell. Um, Randy Savage mentioned. Obviously. Eddie and Ray out of the honourable mentions maybe could have got into a bigger match, but apart from that, I can't really think about. Randy Savage wasn't mentioned in anything. Um, Goldberg's getting stabbed. <laughs> to be fair, I still want to see Roman Goldberg. I still want to I see... That doesn't interest me either. Oh, I can't wait. Uh, <laughs> Ric Flair! None of us mentioned Ric Flair. Oh! Fucking yeah. hell! <laughs> that's, that's... I like Flair as well. I've got a lot of time for it. In fact, I'll show you this real quickly. I think you'll appreciate this. So Chris has got a lot of wrestling memorabilia he's about to show me. He's already shown me his WWE. Here's the first one. So he's got... <laughs> that looks kind of creepy. Yeah, he's doing a little bit. I actually bought that in Pamland, believe it or not. That is a replica, Ric Flair. Oh, from the WWE 2K19 thing? Yeah. Um, it's got a signature on it. Punch someone really hard with that, you? You know what? It has, even though it's a replica, it has got a lot of weight to it. Like you could legitimately wear that. Fucking hell. Yeah, I have got some wrestling merch. I've got a NXT UK title, which I quite like. I've got a signed, um, a signed uh, Undertaker figure. So I love how come bring something into to school there. Show and tell, that's it. This is just a stupid person. You're showing me your shit now. Um, yeah, so I've got a signed um, Dude Love figure and I've got a signed Tyler Bate figure as well. Just before you go, I want you to show me the most random thing in that room. The most random <laughs> thing? Um, Let's go way off topic. Random? What do you mean by random? Random. class is random? I don't know, random. Um, I feel like you've got some weird shit in there. Don't after, mate. Um, follow me. <laughs> so I've got, 
Got my Lego Nintendo just there. Do you know while you're doing this, I'm just thinking of your little music backdrop you have in the background and we're just walking around your house house now. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So if anybody is still listening, you're not. Definitely not now. <laughs> Definitely not. Definitely not. Uh, some books. Um, I suppose this is quite random, actually. A uh, signed Olympic lifting shoe signed by my mate, Sonny Webster. Oh, Sonny Webster. Oh, Sonny Webster. <laughs> there it is. Oh, suckers off. What's that, man? Yeah. We're not actually mates, he just follows me on Instagram. That annoys me though. Why does he follow you? What's so special about you? Um, because I, so I've actually been to one of his seminars. Um, oh, you got to the man, okay, okay. I've, okay. I've, actually, I've actually got a photo of us together and, um, oh. and uh, I've got a picture of me, my ex and Lindell, which is a little bit awkward. Um, and I've done like a couple of his strength programs, but I did his 40 day squat program and fuck, that was intense. Like, um, again, I will mention Liam for the last time. He gets fo- he's followed by, he's called Flahays on Instagram. It's the SNC coach at the Performance Center. Mm. And he, he, like, the guy follows Liam, and that makes me jealous as well. Yeah, uh, that would be my dream job being one of the uh, coaches there. Uh, imagine being one of Hey? Uh, Sean Hayes on Instagram. Yeah. Imagine just being one of the trainers for the Performance Center. Right then, Undertaker, we're going to do some fucking kettlebells. Let's go. Oh, wait, your knees can't support that. Maybe just go and have a nap. Right, let's wrap this up, shall we, before we spend all fucking day here. Plus, I need to nap. I've got to walk my dog, and I, think my, I said to my girlfriend, this will be about an hour long, and I don't think it has been, has it? I don't even know how long it's been. Um, <laughs> don't right. want <laughs> Go on then, plug your social media again. Yes, obviously I mentioned earlier, um, Lurden underscore SM underscore PT. As I've said on my bio at the moment, it's not a lead magnet to try and get more clients. It is a Just Giving page regards to November for Fair Share this year. Um, I'm on, I'm near, I want to get to 2,000 followers by the end of the year. I don't care about followers, but it would be nice. And I'm beating Chris currently, so that would be nice also. Are you? Yeah, I've gone past. I used to be on like fourteen hundred. News on fifteen. Hang on, where? Hang on, where are you? I'm gonna. You bastard. <laughs> you you are. Fuck you have as well. You bloody swine. By loads as well. Yeah, I know. You right. Be... All the what? fucking Brendan followers follow me. You pricks. You're not pricks. I love you all. But come on. But the last podcast, she was ahead of me. I don't know what, I've just posted regularly a lot recently. I mean, I post every day, but I don't think people actually give a shit about what I'm posting anymore. <laughs> I, need, I need to start posting more topless selfies. That got me loads of likes last time. Uh, my last topless picture was February, so I'm staying modest. Mine was, it's the one with the white towel, which is also on my Tinder profile as well. <laughs> it's not, I'm joking. Oh yeah, that, that's all I've got to plug. Um, don't give me money, give uh, Fesh money. Cool. Right. I've just got another one of this. <laughs> I just saw the screen then just go up by one. For fuck's sake. Jesus Christ, I'm gonna... Also, he's Chris Podcast, but you should know him, but follow him because he's getting quite upset. I honestly... <laughs> you know what? I My target was to get to over 1,500 and I've done it now, so... I... When my personal account got beat by my business account, I knew I was serious then. That's when that's when that happened. Really? I just, I, I've only got one Instagram account. I 
I'm convinced, and this is another topic that I, we could talk about. Actually, mm, was maybe not so much, but I must be the only person on that has one Instagram account. There's uh, one of the PTs at my place. He he had a decent amount of followers on his private account. He started his business one, and he said to me he's got like 20 followers on it, so he just kept his stuff on that one. So uh, when you've got an account with a decent amount of following, there's no point having two different accounts. Yeah, like I do with it. Um, but yeah, first, mention this because uh, I'm, I'm not going to name names, but I do know people that have multiple accounts that stalk people that blocked them. I just think that's fucking mental. I've got three accounts. One's for the gym that I'll eventually have. That I'm not going to say the name of. I'm just holding on to the Instagram name. Okay, all right. <laughs> okay. Level. Is it the green gym? No, it will be a green gym, granted, but it, it's not the green gym. It oh, likes all the yeah, two then. I'm guessing the other one's your PT on your business one, yeah? Yes, private gym PT. PT? PT. Oh, I always call it a massage account because it used to be mainly about massage business, but obviously PT. Yeah. Right. I'm going to love you and leave you because I'm here now. But, um, dude, it's been a pleasure once again. And yep. we'll have to think of another wrestling. <gasps> Between us, we need to book a Royal Rumble. Oh, and that's a lot of effort. No, I was thinking of it's copying off Cultaholic, but Desert Island Graps. We'll just pick our fair, three favourite wrestling matches that we take to an island. Yeah, that is literally a copy of Cultaholic, but I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> we'll do that next time. Cool. Right. Take it easy, my friends. See you then, mate. See you then, mate. Bye. There you go. It's done. It still says recording. Yeah, I know. Oh, <laughs> oh, it's recording. Shit. Um, hang on. Bye.